Hello, everyone. Welcome to Nerdentity Crisis, episode 41. I am your host, Ryan Bai. I am joined today by Mr. Adam Lovar. Hello, hello. Also joined by my literal brother from another mother, Justin Pickavance. Yo. Um, I believe you meant howdy-do. Uh, howdy-do. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> He's in, I'm in a yo mode today. <laughs> yeah, I am in a yo mode today. <laughs> Uh, finally, I'm joined by Leif, Dwayne, The Rock, Johnson, Stunt Double, Dizer. Leif, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I'm assuming young Dwayne, <laughs> The Rock, Johnson. <laughs> Not yeah, he, when he was about 14. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. After 15, about. I couldn't just hold up anymore. So yeah, <laughs> I think you guys have pretty, a pretty similar body type. So I don't know. Yeah, you know I kept up with them, but they they still it was it was the look. I can't keep a tan. That's the problem. Oh, so what it is? Yeah. The muscles, the muscles are fine, right? Like that, you're on par. But yeah, there's no the issue tan. there. It is 110 percent the tan. So. And you're not willing to shave your head. That's probably another big issue. Well, so. yeah, but I I wore a a wore rubber. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> wore rubber. <laughs> uh, all right, everyone. This is Nerdentity Crisis, your weekly video game podcast. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter and email us your questions to nerdentitycrisis at gmail.com. We're going to kick the show off, as we always do, with a listener question from Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Yo, what up, Jacob? Jacob? Nothing, Justin? Did you say yo? I said what up. I might have said it at the same time as someone else. All right. Uh, Jacob wants to know. Are Three Musketeers candy bars just chocolate-covered sadness? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes because I hopefully we all agree Three Musketeer candy bars are just fucking terrible. Like they're I like just em. terrible. Oh you, god! Do you really? God damn it! I, do. I don't hate them. They're not like my favorite candy in the world, but I kind of like them. Okay, if you bought like like one of those bags that has a bunch of different flavors in them. Like say there's like Snickers, Milky Way, uh, I don't fucking know Maybe what else. Some Twix cups or something. Yeah, I would probably Twix. eat them at about the same level as a Milky Way. You would? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But obviously you go for like Reese's and Snickers first, right? Reese's would be first. Snickers is almost on the same level. I you know it, wow. I wouldn't really mind if I grabbed a, a Three Musketeers, a Milky Way, or a Snickers in the <sighs> same. You know what makes both matter. of those better? Huh. Putting them in the freezer first. Which ones? <clears throat> Both the Three Musketeer and the Snickers. Oh, really? Yeah, they're much better frozen. See, I would just buy the ice cream version of them if I wanted them frozen. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Do they have they ice cream have vanilla, Three Musketeer? Though, Leif. <laughs> I don't think they have a three... They, I think they might have made it for a bit, but I don't think they make it anymore. But they do definitely still make the Snickers one. Yeah. I would never buy a Three Musketeer, though. No, I don't think like I if would it's either. in the office or like you said, do you have a bag that has a bunch of assorted chocolates? I've went out and bought I mean, one. Straight, I'll up. eat it. But hmm. Adam, you seem to be on more on par with me. What do you think of Three Musketeers? Oh, they're low par, like low tier candy bar yeah. for sure. Like in Halloween, they'll be the last in my bowl to be ate, and if yeah. not, I don't know. Probably end up like just smashing them up and putting them in like brownies or cookies or something. There you go. Like, don't <laughs> even eat them. But it's funny. I showed this to Kat because she does like three Three Musketeers, and I was just like, "See, people think it's terrible." 
Yeah, I'm just you're standing in line at like the checkout at the grocery store, and I got all the candy bars there. My eyes never go to Three Musketeers. Never, ever. never. Would never buy them. Yeah, Reese's all oh, the yeah. way, like Definitely. peanut butter and chocolate. Delish. However, have you guys tried the Reese's peanut butter like in a in a jar, like Skippy? No, I haven't. Mm-mm. It's pretty no. gross. Yeah, not it doesn't fan. sound like it'd be good. No, it's not. Stick to what you know, Reese's. Stick to what you know. Went to the gas station to get some the other day for a cat, and I didn't realize they have like 40 different goddamn options now. Yeah. Like there's a, what the hell? When when, when did this happen? Right. <laughs> they went the Oreo route where you can. I couldn't believe how many different ones there were. The and they were like all two dollars or some shit and i was like god damn candy bars are expensive oh, I'm yeah. getting old. <laughs> back in my day yeah <laughs> seriously though i don't i can't remember the la- i don't uh, buy i don't like sweets i don't buy candy bars so like i couldn't remember the last time i was like two dollars holy shit <laughs> yeah man, i remember like just and i riding our bikes down to ankeny's by our house you get a candy bar for like 50 cents back in the day we Big are one old. probably too, king yeah. size, right? <laughs> we are fucking old. Holy shit. Do you remember the Ryan and Leif? Do you remember the um bar that was off of uh Oakland? Um fuck I don't remember the name of it, but it's like when you go past the disc golf course <clears throat> and it's near gyms. Oh yeah, okay, yes, yeah. That bar that had the Eagles? The, yeah, that could have been it. Yeah. But they had yeah, that bar Eagles. with the pop machine outside and you could get cans for like 25 cents really yeah Yeah. nice there was another little bar over there that Leif and i went to once for or are you talking uh further downtown no it was down by there for mike's birthday oh that one oh yeah do you remember that and he walked in and you tried to order a beer and he was like that'll be 75 cents Oh, that, yeah, no, that was at Schmidt's. That that was Schmidt's. Schmidt's yeah. uh, it was a little trailer house thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Like, what? It was a bring your own liquor type. Of yeah, bar, I tried to order a Captain order Coke. <laughs> yeah. Like, how much? Wasn't it like 75 cents? Like? I believe it was. Yeah. I think I gave him a dollar. He gave me a quarter back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, keep it as a tip. I don't, <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> we were so confused. <laughs> Austin's I think it was only sucks, maybe though. like a ten ounce beer, though. I don't think it. Yeah, was it was tiny. A full beer. It was tiny. I remember that. Oh god! All I right. thought you were going to talk about the one that we walked into that same night. That was a little further downtown. We had never gone into, and we walk in, and the entire bar just kind of fucking clammed up, like you see yeah. in the movies, and they all stared <laughs> at us as we walked in. Like, and okay. then didn't they have like a shitty Green Day cover band? Yeah, yeah, they did. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was bad. Oh, yeah, the awesome bar scene, man. I don't miss it. Don't miss it. <laughs> well, I know right. The worst part about going back now is if you go out, it, I don't think that they have, uh, well, I know they don't have Uber yet, but the last time I went and took a taxi, I had to pay with cash. Like, they don't even take cards. What? Oh, really? really? <laughs> what fucking year is this? <laughs> <laughs> You can get a Stripe thing for your phone. Like, yeah. For free. Come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> what year is this? <laughs> oh, good times. All right. Well, thank you very much for the question, Jacob. We seem to be a bit divided, but well, Adam and how I are we, right. How we ended up on bars in Austin yeah, from a Three Musketeers candy uh, question. <laughs> uh, but that's how we do it on this show. That's how we do it. 25 cent 
pop. Yeah, 25 cent pop to 75 cent beers. There you go. All right. Let's jump into what are we playing now? Adam, why don't you kick us off? What have you been playing? Tarkov. That that is it this week. Exclusively Tarkov. Yeah. Been putting in a lot of hours with uh, Brian and Pete. That's about it. Drew jumped on every once in a while, but... Kind of just grinding away at my quests. I'm 115 of 175 quests completed for the game to get Kappa. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, been having a lot of fun. Had some really good raids this weekend where Brian and I just went sniping on this map called Woods and get up in this giant rock in the middle and killed a couple of players, just domed them from a couple hundred meters away and just felt so good. (laughs) Are you going to be like the king of Tarkov soon? Uh, no, I, no. maybe the jester of Tarkov at best. <laughs> <laughs> the jester. <laughs> the guy with the hunchback in the king's court. That's you. That's yeah. I'm, I'll be okay with that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Justin, what about you? Um, I bought a game called Intruder and I cannot stop playing it. Okay. What is it? It's a first-person shooter. I think it's only 5v5, but it's like a mixture between Siege, Counter-Strike, Go, and a little Splinter Cell. Oh, really? But one team is guarding, and then the other team is are the intruders. And it kind of reminds me of Tarkov in the sense that you don't get uh, like nameplates above your team or anything. You don't know if you actually kill anyone. Like, There's no HUD for that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, I've seen a lot of team kills <laughs> whenever I'm in a game with anyone that's like under level five, I just try to stay away from them because really? I'm fairly certain they're likely going to kill. Yeah. Until you get used to what each team looks like and remember what team you're on. Like, I think cams killed me 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. He killed us all the time in Tarkov. <laughs> right. It, it looks like a poor man siege is what it looks like. Yeah. So that's kind of where the counter strike got okay like the graphics aren't super great but the mechanics are flawless really okay it's such a good shooter and another cool thing about it is um you can play community maps and there's already hundreds oh really so that's pretty cool getting bored i mean a lot of people play the same ones all the time but if you want to find other ones there are how much is it 10 bucks uh 10 bucks until tomorrow i think oh wow okay then it's going back up to 20 it looks like a game i'd be terrible at that's what it looks like (laughs) it's so fun somebody throw a banana yeah yeah you can throw bananas (laughs) and then if people run on them they'll like trip or fall over and like sometimes if you shoot people if you don't get a kill shot it'll like knock them down and so you have to remember to double tap people or they can pop back up and get you I just saw a guy blow up, looks like C4, and a chair comes flying down the hallway and kills him. <laughs> oh, shit. Awesome. <laughs> That's hilarious. When you can, like, feign death, too, can't you, Justin? Yeah. yeah if you yes. hit K, you can fall over and you just, like, ragdoll down to look dead. Really? Interesting. Huh. Yeah, it's definitely something I would be really bad at, but. Not a lot of weapons. Not a lot to it. Like,. I guess it's kind of intimidating at first because there's quite a bit of different tools and things, but after playing a few games and you get the hotkeys down, it's so smooth. Lock picking too, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah, lockpick, tripwires. You have binoculars that you can take pictures of things with, and it'll post it to the team. The all the chat is done in the game, obviously. So like your other, the other people can hear you if they're close, and you can hear the enemies, obviously. And then you have a radio that you can use to talk to anyone. But then whenever you're talking in game, people can hear you, so you have to be quiet. But you can hit tab and open up all of your hand signals, like go wait whatnot and it does this little snap noise so it's kind of nice to do that to get your team's attention oh cool hmm. all right uh anything else nope that's it nice uh Leif, what about you i mostly played total war empire kind of i beat all the campaign on it but i started a kind of like a full world campaign you it's I'm not capturing the entire world. It's kind of like an open one where I started in as uh, Prussia and I'm kind of I think I have X amount of turns to take over so many countries. So it's and I upped the difficulty because the campaign I just kind of steamrolled. I never really felt like I was challenged. I think I don't know what level what difficulty I had it on. Probably easy, but okay. So I'm just been playing that mostly. I played a little Greedfall since. Uh, with my wife working from home, I can't use the computer during its day. So I downloaded it onto my Xbox and have been playing okay. that quite a bit. Still liking it. It's it's definitely fun. The graphics look great. I don't know if I'm just tired of that third person RPG kind of open world aspect or what, but it's just not I don't know. It just it's kind of not memorable to me, but I might just be getting kind of tired of that a little bit. I might have overdid it on some of those, you know. What was that one called? Greedfall. It's a beautiful game, and it's on Xbox Game Pass, and there's nothing wrong with it. I haven't had a single bug or anything, and it plays well, smooth. The combat's nice. There, I have no complaints about it, but just, I don't know, just doesn't get me. I just don't get excited to play it, I guess. So, But other than that, I... I downloaded your game that you bought me, Ryan, but I haven't okay. had time to play it yet. So, okay, see what fair. got me at Thursday. I think I downloaded it on Friday, and then with work, and then yes, yesterday and today, I haven't really played anything. So, gotcha. Okay. Uh, all right. So I uh, finished Yakuza Kiwami two, and it was outstanding. Like just outstanding. Uh, better than the first one, even. So, um. And then I uh, booted up Yakuza 3, and it was a little bit of a shock to the system, because Yakuza Kiwami 2 is a ground-up rebuild, and Yakuza 3 is like a, just a remastered version of a PlayStation 3 game. Yeah, so it was like, oh, God. So I actually stopped that just to get a little palate cleanser in, <laughs> so I will go back to it, obviously, but... Um, I started playing a little game called Children of Morta, I think it's called. And it uh it reminded me a lot of that Moonlighter game I played a little bit. It's fun. It's like you're this family um it's kind of just like a dungeon crawler kind of like a roguelike dungeon crawler. Um you're this family just like trying to root out this evil basically or whatever. It's pretty fun. There's different playable characters you can have that each have their own skill sets and stuff. Yeah, can't you play so, as pretty much everybody in the family? Just yeah, about, I think so. Other than yeah. like the dad, I don't remember. Uh, no, I think the grandma is the only one you don't play. The as. grandma, okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's fun. So it's uh, 
I mean, I don't know if I'm going to play a whole lot of it, but it's good. And then I was just, oh, you played it too? Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. Didn't I think I put in like eight or 10 hours into it and I was like, well, kind of tired of this. So yeah, it it was basically just Moonlighter all over again. It's kind of what I felt like. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar. But at least with Moonlighter, you could beat it in like six or eight hours. Yeah. Right. Right. So. Um, and then, uh, I was just kind of like browsing through the Xbox store and they had a sale going on for, uh, and two of the games I found, one was called Valkyria Revolution and the other is Valkyria Chronicles 4. And like, I think Revolution was like seven bucks and the fourth game was like 17 bucks. So I bought both of them because I was like, I've heard good things. So I booted up Valkyria Revolution because that's the older game. So I wanted to start there. Uh, fucking terrible. <laughs> it was. I don't like to shit on games a lot, you know, but it was really bad. Like, really bad. Um, There's a little, like, prologue intro that you play as. It's about 10 minutes long, which is followed by 45 minutes of cutscenes of shit you just don't care <laughs> about. And then it went back into the game or whatever. And, like, it's just not fun. It was not fun to play as. It was not good. And so I was like, God damn it. I just probably just wasted money on both these games. But I was like, well, I bought Valkyria Chronicles 4, so I'm going to boot it up. So I started that game. Fucking incredible. <laughs> it is nice. wonderful. Let's say I played the original ones and one and Did two. You? And it was because it's like the military and like yeah. it's very strategy and like it feels like kind of like an XCOM meets anime. I don't know. It's, yeah it's i loved them yeah uh, i played one of these i don't remember yeah, which one but super fun yeah i got uh, pretty into it as well it like when i started off i was like oh this is pretty cool you know and like but it wasn't very challenging and i was like and as normal is the hardest difficulty you can start with you have to beat the game to get a harder difficulty so i was like well i'll breeze through it i guess and then at one point you just hit this wall, dude, where the game was like, all right, you had your time of fun. Now we're just going to bend you over and fuck you in the ass. <laughs> and like you just hit this difficulty spike. That's like, oh, my God. And that's when the game got really good. Like it's actually challenging now. Um, and what I like about it is there is permadeath in the game. Like you have this cast of characters and you can kind of get to know them. The more you use them, you get like sub stories where you learn about their background and stuff like that. So like when one of them dies, like it's kind of hard. Like, oh, fuck. Um, I think I played the first one. Did you? Um, But yeah, like there's a few characters like all of a sudden I hit this battle where you're like trying to fight your way up this hill and there's these pillboxes you have to take out and there's tanks and mortars and like uh, I lost uh, quite a few people in that one. So, um, and like I said, once you kind of get to like, know these characters backstory a little bit, it kind of fucking sucks. Um, but I don't know, man, it's a lot of fun. Like it's surprisingly in depth, way more in depth than I thought it was going to be. And like, you really have to plan out your moves and you really have to figure out like, it's, am I going to risk this person dying if I send them here and that kind of thing, you know? So, uh really good game i think i'm about 18 hours in and it seems like a really long game too i'm on chapter six and i think there's like 17 chapters or something like that so um of course i'm playing a bunch of side missions and stuff too 
but it has like really light RPG elements. Like you can level up your classes and you can do R and D to like get better guns and stuff like that. But yeah, surprisingly good. A really nice, like I didn't see it being this good. I thought it was just going to be kind of a fun fuck around game to mess around with until I went back to Yakuza, but I'm really enjoying it. So yeah, so since Leif got me that Obra Dim game, which I have not played yet, I was like, 17 bucks, I'm buying this for Leif. So, because I think Leif would really enjoy it too. So, that's uh, the Valkyrie one? Yeah, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Don't do the other one I mentioned Revolution. Revolution. I've never played oh that. Yeah, I don't oh know what that God, was. It was so bad. I've had that on my wish list on then Steam for a while for like the complete edition so yeah I'll it's really good pick it up next time I see it on sale yeah definitely like I said and at 17 bucks I was like hell yeah man plus it came with all the DLC content and shit like that so yeah really good game really good all right that wraps up would you rather or sorry what are we playing now we're actually going to skip would you rather because there's quite a bit of news to get through and I don't want to go super long on this one. So, um, so yeah, let's just jump into it. So, number one, uh, in celebration of Pokemon's 25th anniversary, the Pokemon Company released a slew of new game trailers for upcoming titles, including some previously unreleased. The announcements include a Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which are remakes of the original Nintendo DS games, Pokemon Legends Acreus, I think that's how you say that, which is a new open world game and an un and an updated trailer for Pokemon Snap. So my biggest takeaway from this, I watched the trailer for the Acreus one. How did it take us this long to get an open world Pokemon game? <laughs> like that's kind of crazy. It looks dope. Yeah, it I did, was like didn't actually it? excited for that. I showed it to Kat and I was like, I actually want to play this game. This I looks know, cool. I, <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. I was like, shit, I'm gonna have to get this. This might be the reason I finally buy a Switch. Really? Right? It looked good, like <laughs> sneaking around and like right. actually feeling like you're trying to catch the Pokemon. Like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It actually looked like a game that I would play too. And I haven't ever played any Pokemon games, I'm being honest. Never played yeah. a single one. Never really looked like a game that I would want to play. But this one looks good. So Right. Well, it's like, like the updated Diamond and Pearl, I'd never played. I have no idea. I would be totally lost as to which Pokemon are even in that game and snap. I don't know. I was never, I hey, think I, I had that on that? 64 and that I was going to say some memories of just like the roller coaster fun. I mean, yeah, it's still one of those games that you're going to beat in like a handful of hours. So don't buy it at full price, you know, Brian, right. buy it later on, but I don't know. It looked, it looked good. <laughs> yeah. I could never get into snap. No. Yeah. Didn't we rented it or something? Didn't we just, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I from Blockbuster. <laughs> Blockbuster. You, what, you did some things like with incorporation with the printers and you could like make your stickers and shit from yeah. the pictures. And it was a big <laughs> right. huge gimmick thing with Nintendo like they do a lot of times. But anyway. <laughs> they are right. the kings of gimmicks. And, and, oh, yeah, like niche time. weird things. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, when I saw the... First of all, I think it's really funny that they had that Nintendo Direct last week and it was just this huge flop. And then this is the week after and it's like all anybody's fucking talking about, which is awesome. But yeah, the open world game, man, like and also when I when I watched the trailer afterwards, I thought of Huffman right away. I was like, oh, I bet he's losing his goddamn mind right now. So <laughs> <laughs> 
you'll enjoy the hell out of that game. But yeah, dude, it kind of like it gave me a little Breath of the Wild vibes a little, I guess. Yeah, but it definitely had that feel for sure. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I'm actually I'm going to play it. So if you don't have a Switch, get one. You you don't good, good luck. You don't like Breath of the Wild, right? I know I didn't. Ryan. I didn't at all. But uh, it's it's a Pokemon game, so it'll be fine. It's it'll hard to fun. argue like the atmospheric just like ness of breath of the wild like the world itself is just amazing yeah i enjoyed the world i did if it wasn't for the breakable weapons and the stupid climbing stamina bar i would have liked it a lot more <laughs> but those two things were why did you put this in the game this was a terrible idea i hate it so i uh, yeah i didn't mind the world the world was pretty good um so yeah that's exciting so uh moving on number two uh sony held a playstation state of play with updated trailers and a few new announcements. So, did you guys have time to watch any of the trailers? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I highlighted a few I liked, and then afterwards we'll kind of see if there was any more that you guys want to talk about that I didn't mention. Because um, I didn't want to put it all in here, because there was some that wasn't really worth it. But uh, the first one was the new gameplay trailer for Returnal by Housemark Games which is apparently coming out April 30th. It sounds like that might be a soft date, but hopefully it does. Uh, I thought it looked really good. I And it's something I want to play. I do have one qualm with it. I didn't realize it was a roguelike. And, I mean, I enjoy roguelike games, but I kind of have a problem with a $70 price point for a roguelike game. I don't know about you guys. Like, Hades was phenomenal. Like, Dead Cells, all these other roguelikes. I loved playing, but they were all, like, 20 bucks, And that makes sense to me. I don't know about $70 for a roguelike game. That's just a little weird to me. Um, but, Adam, what did you think about this? I mean, it looked very, like, Souls-like, you know, Remnant from the Ashes. It lo- It looked good. It looked really awesome uh 70 i mean again i don't have a playstation 5 i'm curious if it'll eventually come to pc at some point but looks cool if i had a playstation 5 i'd I'd snatch it up for sure yeah uh just what about you um it did look neat i would not pay that much for a game but i like any any game 70 bucks yeah no i don't think so Oh, okay. I mean that's not true because I, I was gonna say you have <laughs> spent more have on, for uh, like, how much you pay, I was gonna say how much you pay for Tarkov, Justin? Yeah, yeah a lot. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess yeah, not that kind of game. Right, yeah. Uh Leif, what about you? Yeah, I'm on the same boat as Adam probably. It looks really good, I thought. I mean it look very soulsy you gotta be very fast-paced you know i i thought it would look good um you know i'm kind of, i'm a little bit on justin's boat though i you know me i usually wait for a game to drop in price and i don't know with all the pc gaming i've been doing lately buying everything at like five or ten bucks it's like jesus 70 bucks i don't know <laughs> right. is it single player do we know it appears to be just single player. Yeah, that's what I thought too. See, that's why I think where it would drop me because at least like Remnant from the Ashes or what? There's a new game that just came out this weekend. What Outrider by Square? Oh yeah, Enix. Outriders. Yeah, and that that's at least a three player. 
Yep. And it yeah. seems kind of roguelike and stuff like that one's interesting. I downloaded the demo. I haven't tried it yet, but that one uh, looks pretty cool. Also, I believe free on Game Pass, isn't it? Maybe I'm wrong there, but I think it is. Outrider. I could be wrong. Outrider. You're right. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It doesn't come out till April, but the demo is out. Yeah, I think it's going to be on Game Pass, though. Oh, um, nice. That so, one looks cool, especially yeah. if there was like, cross-play. If we could play, that would be cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Is this one of those, though, where the headshots don't actually do anything? I do not know. No I guess idea. I haven't seen enough of it to know for sure. Um, but, however, the one thing I did want to mention from this, uh, at the very end of the trailer... Uh, your character walks into the uh, house and it switches to a first person view. It looked exactly like the house from the PT, didn't it? Yeah, didn't it, it look- actually gave me a goosebumps. I'm yeah. like 99% certain it is. Like, it has to be, right? That's weird if it's in the same universe as that, then. So it's Silent Hill universe. <laughs> right. But that, I mean, that looked eerily like the same exact house. So, I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong there, but... I, don't know, I hope there's something there. That'd be really cool. So, um, so yeah, that is Returnal. And then next, uh, we have Kenna Bridge of Spirits, releasing August 24th. This is a game that looks gorgeous, but I'm not super sold on the gameplay, I guess. Like, the combat looked just okay. Like, it reminded me of that Immortals Phoenix Rising I played for a while. Um, but the game looks incredible. Uh, Leif, let's start with you on this one. Did you see this? What did you think of this one? Yeah, I saw it. I I was thinking the same thing as you. Like, I I didn't play Immortals, but I watched plenty of gameplay to think, oh, that looks really similar as far as the combat. So it 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 looked like a beautiful game, and some of the animations of like when she's like using her staff as a bow, that was pretty yeah. cool. How it just like bends with it, stuff like a normal bow would, but then all of a sudden it's just a regular staff at the same time. But yeah. I, intrigued but i probably wouldn't buy it myself so yeah this might be one i might wait a little bit on but uh justin did you see this one yeah i thought it i pretty much agree with you guys 100 percent. it looked really beautiful the gameplay doesn't look like it's something that would hold me in but i did uh when she put that like wolf mask on yeah it kind of gave me old uh Zelda vibes, like oh, there you go, Majora's have mask. Different, yeah, different uh, masks that you can put on. Yeah, that would be cool if that was a gameplay element. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but you're right, definitely Majora's mask vibes on that one. Um, Adam, what about you? Looked good, Pixar, you know, graphics almost <laughs> Pixar. like it, that's what like that's what came <laughs> to my mind when I saw you're it. Right. Like, it's like Pixar. Like, what are you're they? Right. Are they going into a gaming or something? Uh, I don't know the the combat. Like, once it got into the gameplay, I was kind of like it looked like a washed version of like a Breath of the Wild, or maybe like even more so like your Zero Horizon Dawn or whatever. I don't know, like the like jumping up and doing the arrow stuff and the slow motion and oh, right. things like that. I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if it has a really good story, it might be, but like we have no idea at that point. So I yeah, was kind of meh on it. I 100% agree. The, I think the only thing that would save this game for me is if like I read a review and they say the story's incredible. Yeah. Then I would definitely pick it up right away. So we'll see. Uh, up next, we got Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. Uh, I hate everything about this. So, 
<laughs> I hate everything about and this. And you liked the other remake, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so same. Here's what I don't like. Just work on the next fucking game, okay? That's where I'm at with it. Nobody wants this. Like, you're releasing two mobile games, one of which is a Battle Royale set in the Final Fantasy universe. So what confused about fuck? that. Why? What are it, you doing? It may have been cool if they did it on PC or console, but why mobile? So right. confused. And then, I mean... Yeah, so you can upgrade to the next-gen console, and then you get like a story chapter where you play as Yuffie, who was actually an optional character from the original game. I remember my first playthrough, I missed her. I didn't even get her. But uh, I just, I don't, why are you wasting your time with this? Like, why? I, I don't, just work on the next fucking game. Everybody wants the next Dude, game. They had all of the models, and they could just slap it into the engine. Yeah, here's and more it's, money. It's filler until You're they right. get to the next spot. Is really what it is. Is it going to be full priced? I hope not. I hope it's yeah. like a thirty dollar title, right? And it's but the weird thing is, Yuffie was never in Midgar. Like as no, far as we know, was. as far yeah. as we know, yeah, you know, now true. they're just like making new canon, which is whatever. <laughs> <laughs> i'm with you on this so it's just like i never expected her to be there in this brand new character they're introducing yeah as far as i know i mean i have to dig back in lore but i don't think that's a guy from final fantasy 7 yeah i'm pretty sure it's a brand new character which again why like nobody who wants this you know what i mean <laughs> like i don't know somebody out there does apparently but i don't know uh Leif and Justin, you guys didn't even play the game, so I'm sure you don't have strong opinions on this like Adam and I do, but do you have anything to add? Nah. Nope. <laughs> I didn't think so. That's I fair. will add though the mobile version of Final Fantasy VII, that actually does look pretty cool. I just can't do mobile games. I just don't like them. I mean, I've had Final Fantasy Seven on like every variant there is. Yeah. So I'm just like might as well. <laughs> right. Like I've even probably had a uh, emulator on a previous phone of playstation and have played it but still yeah <laughs> right <laughs> uh so up next we have odd world soulstorm which is coming out april 6 and it will be free on ps plus for the month of april so this one is not a game i'm interested in at all just isn't my style but i know you guys have said uh it would be something you want to check out so justin let's start with you what do you think about this one it I feel like it brought back so many memories. Like, yeah, I think I would definitely play this for free, but mainly just for the nostalgia. Like, I don't know that I will play it enough to beat it, but right, I'll definitely want to get back into that universe for a little bit. Right. Um, Adam, how about you? Uh, Kat says she's going to re up her PlayStation so she can get that. <laughs> so she loves the Odd World games. Like, yeah. The- universe she's played them all so she's pretty excited about that one myself i don't know i i like the strategy of them and it definitely brings back memories for sure but it was never my cup of tea i played like the first couple and then i was just kind of like it's the same thing over and over again but yeah the puzzle like kind of lemmings-esque feel to it is is very fun yeah um leave you yeah i'm pretty much on board with adam you know it Definitely a fun game, but they are a lot very similar to each other. It looks good. I'll probably play it. I'll get it for free on PS Plus, but yeah, I wouldn't probably buy it, but definitely brings back some memories. So, Yeah, I mean, the 
guy who was kind of announcing during it said it's a 2.9D game, which whatever the hell that means. But <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like, okay, then. Yeah, you're just like, making mi- shit up at this point. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Microsoft having a quadruple A studio. Like, okay, sure. I guess you can call it whatever you want. I guess that's how we're doing it now. Do they say it like that because there's like other layers in the background i mean but that's 2.5 d that's what that is (laughs) so i don't know what 2.9 is i mean guess yeah just you do you whatever but yeah i don't know i've never really been into odd world i just never got into it so i don't i mean it's free so i might just do it and i just keep my ps plus active all the time so i might as well but we'll see uh next we have sifu i think that's how you say it uh yeah i would agree with that this might have been my trailer of the whole thing because, dude, this looks dope as hell. Uh, <laughs> it reminded me, the very beginning, especially when he's in that hallway, it reminded me of that hallway fight scene from Daredevil, the Netflix show. I was like, oh, this is cool, man. And then like he's at a nightclub at one point. It reminded me of John Wick a little bit. But the whole idea of like you're this kung fu master who every time you die, you come back a little bit older, but you're stronger or whatever. Is such a cool idea, and I don't know. The gameplay just looks like a lot of fun. Uh, Leif, what would you think? So I watched it without any sound. Did they explain it that when you die, you get older? I was questioning yes. that. I saw him fall, and then he grew a beard all of a sudden, and yep. he got back yep. up, and I was like, what just happened? Yeah, but when was, you die, you come back older and stronger. Okay, yeah, I was hanging out with the family and watching it, like, oh, okay. That looks interesting if that's the case. That's kind of cool, actually. I like the idea behind it. You know, it's a pretty neat looking like brawler game. I have to see, you know, when it comes closer to coming out and stuff and see how much they want for it. I'm guessing it's going to be a full price game, right? Yeah. So I would I probably wouldn't buy it at full price, but I'll play it when it gets gets cheaper. Yeah, definitely. Uh Adam, what do you think? Hell yeah. This is my new <laughs> waifu game. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it looked so good. Like, the art style and just, like, the mechanics of the fighting looked amazing. Very fluid, but, like, it felt like it had depth and, like, weight to the punches and hits. And, like, oh, I don't know. It looked super cool. Like, I love old school kung fu movies. It reminded me of that. Plus, like, John Wick sort of new style stuff. So, I'm totally on board. Hell yeah. It looks really good. Uh Justin, you're a giant Daredevil fan like I am. Did you get, when he was in the hallway fighting, did you get the same vibes I did? No. The only thing that I thought of when I watched this trailer was that show on HBO, Warrior. Oh. (laughs) And if you think this looks badass, you have to watch that show. Okay. All right. I will. I, I kind of thought of feel, yeah, that's oh. exactly what I was gonna say. I thought of really? the raid when I saw. I thought it. of the raid and yep. for some yeah. reason that hallway the raid movie. Like, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what brought. Yeah, that's what I thought and of. I, was, when I, I thought saw of that it. as well. <laughs> but Justin, this is like a game you you would play or no? Yeah, it looks yeah, it looks really good, really good. Uh, no release date, I don't think. So we'll have to wait. But yeah, I'm excited. Uh, then the last one I had was. Might be one of the coolest trailers I've ever seen ever, which was the new trailer for Death Loop. Like it was, they had its own James Bond theme song. It was set up like a James Bond movie trailer, and it really it highlighted more of the gameplay. And I don't know, man, I'm really stoked for this game. Um, 
Justin, I know you were excited, then you weren't excited after watching this. What do you think? I'm still where I was. Not excited? I mean, it looks cool, but I don't know that I'll ever pick it up. No, that's fair. Uh, what do you think of the trailer, though? Like the James Bond theme? I thought it was awesome. Yeah, the trailer was fun. Yeah, I like the art. Fun. Definitely. Uh, Adam, what about you? Best like trailer ever, really, Ryan. I one of about that. One of one of. I mean, any of <laughs> I know is, is fine. I'm like any nah. of Death Stranding ones were much better. But hey, uh, <laughs> I was waiting for sucked. some like naked girls like swimming <laughs> through something like in between the stuff, like a very James Bond because they right. definitely were doing that. I'm more intrigued by the game from this a little bit because you actually got more gameplay look of it and like them actually like zipping around like killing people it kind of felt like a dishonored sort of feel to it yeah and i'm a little more intrigued now and especially because it's like you're trying to perfect like a specific thing and it feels like people like me that loves to like save scrum and like try and perfect going through like a whole thing and kill everyone with one shot and i don't know a little more intrigued but uh, I still probably won't buy it at full price. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Leif, what are your thoughts? Yeah, the trailer was neat, you know, and it definitely brought my attention to the game a little bit more. Before, I was like, it looks neat, but now, you know, I definitely, like Adam said, it actually showed you more gameplay. Before, we were still kind of wondering how it was even, I don't know, how you even played it and stuff like that, but now you at least get to see them kind of going through and like turning into soldiers, like turning invisible and stuff like that. Kind of see some of the assassination kind of styles and stuff where they snap necks and things like that really quickly. It looks cool. I probably won't buy a full price either, but yeah, I'd play it. Definitely. Yeah. And like to Adam's point, this is the first time. So it's from Arcane Studios who made, uh, Fuck, you just said the name and I lost it. Adam, what game are you talking about? Dishonored? Yep, thank you. So it's from Arcade Studios who made Dishonored. And this is the first trailer I've seen where there's definitely Dishonored elements. Like, you can definitely tell. Um, just like the teleporting and that kind of stuff. But, I don't know, it just feels like a Dishonored game where you can just fucking let loose. And that's that's what I'm excited for. Uh, what Leif said in that part where you snapped the neck. I, I loved that scene, though, where he came up like threw something at the hand to make him drop the weapon. Then they look and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? And then he's like coming in snapping the neck. Like I, that scene was really cool. It yeah. was super fluid. It was really, yeah, cool. it was very fluid. And it's like, well, yeah, maybe after you've done this like a hundred times, you're <laughs> right. fluid. like how, how many times are we looping here? You know, right. I don't know. <laughs> it's, just, it's just by muscle memory at that point. Yeah. Because you're going to know exactly where everyone is. And like, right. I, there is an appeal to that. I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's really all I noted. Was there anything else that you guys watched that you felt newsworthy? I just wanted to throw out that knockout city looks funny. Oh, I don't the know. dodgeball one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like a game I'd fuck around with for like five hours and be done with. Yeah. That's 
That's kind of what I got oh, out sorry, of sorry, Ryan. It's not a dead or alive volleyball for you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, play that for years. Yeah. For years. <laughs> Favorite game of all time. Yeah, um, Knockout I mean, City looks to me like it'll be in like six months. It'll be a PS Plus game for free. Yep. Oh, yeah. And that's when I'll scoop it. Right. No, it definitely looks fun. But was it 5v5? Is that what it was? I think it was. I didn't even pay attention to that. And they had some cool elements. Like you could use your teammates as the ball. Like they could curl up into a ball and you could throw them. Like what <laughs> the fuck? So they had some cool elements. But yeah, I don't I don't know if that's one I'm going to be chomping at the bit to get. Um, Adam, do you have anything else? Nope. Besides like some of those other Final Fantasy games we brought up. No. Nope. Yeah. Good. Leif? I mean, the Five Nights at Freddy's games aren't bad. They're kind of fun. Oh, so. That's a good call. I forgot about that one. Yeah. It, I've never knows? played one. Why is it not out, though? It was announced like a while ago, and it's still oh, not was out it? yet. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, realize yeah. that. <laughs> uh, I've never played a Five Nights at Freddy's, so maybe the I need to. The lore behind those games is like really fascinating, and if you guys ever watch the game theorist like he's got like 40 some episodes on it because it's is he really it's crazy in depth because he talks about like the novels that they've made and like they've made Jesus. all they, they've made all these things and the world is really fucked up and pretty fascinating actually oh huh, interesting i might have to scope that game out then just to see yeah, it's on um, they, what, they game were pass on, for free. Like, yeah, I was gonna say they're on Game Pass, like one through four really? or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah, they are. Okay, well, that makes my decision a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, they're we'll see at least the first one. I've only played the first one, uh, so I don't know what the other ones are. But that it's pretty basic. You're just sitting in a room, turning lights on and off, and then checking the cameras. But you only have so much battery power to to like use all this equipment as these things are kind of making their way to kill you. So. Yeah, but that's the game at like the surface level. There's a lot going on, kind of. Again, if you're trying to dive into the lore of it, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and well, and, it's like and a, the, a f- when your boss is calling and stuff, it's fucking hilarious messages. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more to it. I just haven't. I only played the first one so far. So fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll definitely check that one out. So. That'll wrap up the PlayStation State of Play. So now we'll kind of jump into the rest of the news. Uh, number three, EA has officially ended Anthem Next. BioWare's push to get bring the game back to relevance. The announcement comes almost two years on the dot from Anthem's release back in February of 2019. Uh, good. Sorry, the <laughs> 15 people that are still playing yeah. Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was, they should have let this die a while ago, really. Like failed experiment sorry um but i mean this is good news because the developers they had trying to work on anthem next can now go work on mass effect or dragon age or whatever so uh i think this is a good thing uh it doesn't sound like anybody's losing their job which is a damn good thing obviously they're just gonna go uh work on bioware's other games which is good so uh this is like adam said sorry to the 15 people still playing anthem like their dwindling player base uh, i did see a few people outraged on twitter that they abandoned this game i'm like why just why up tweets yeah right <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah this is just kind of the writing on the wall i don't know if you guys have anything else to add to it but go for it if you do 
No, not really. Nah. Yeah, you, you captured that one pretty good. There you go. All right. Uh, in a story that makes me mad a little bit, uh, number four, in related news, EA and BioWare have decided to make Dragon Age 4 a single-player only game. Apparently, the game was going to be strictly a games-as-a-service multiplayer game due to the success of Jedi Fallen Order and probably the failure of Anthem. EA gave BioWare the okay to remove all multiplayer aspects. Reports uh, Reportedly, the game began development in 2015, and in 2017, EA made the decision to completely reboot the development for, quote, long-term monetization, which caused many developers to leave the project as it became, quote, basically just Anthem with Dragons. Uh, so this is like the first time EA made the right call I like after that making at a- the end. Yeah, <laughs> Anthem with Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly, the, this is EA just trying to money grab because I'm sorry. And I know we shit on EA a lot, or at least I do. I don't want to speak for everybody else. But this is this is why EA deserves to be shit on because they don't. I'm, I'm coming to the conclusion they don't give a shit if a game's good or not as long as it makes them money. Like they just don't fucking care. Yeah. So I would have to agree with that assessment. Like, can you. First of all, uh, you've all played a little bit of Dragon Age. What would uh, what would this game look like as a games as a service? It'd be terrible. I mean, it's I don't know. I just it makes could me mad. be done right, but not by EA. Oh fuck no, not by <laughs> EA. So, no way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Leif. Why don't you go ahead? What other thoughts you have on this? No, I'm glad they're switching back to just strictly single player you know it was it was a bad decision to begin with i'm glad that they had so much trouble with like anthem that it seems like there's they're just changing their tune in general across the board so that's good news i still don't have high hopes for the game in general if i'm being honest you know the last one was okay it wasn't great it i couldn't tell you what the story was anymore you know so i probably yeah i'd probably wait and see on this one but yeah yeah like you said this is probably one of their only good decisions is to go back to just single player but you know it started in 2015 and now you're changing it back to just single player like right now six years later i mean you guys gotta get your shit together essentially i mean you think had they just been allowed to develop it as is in 2015 we'd have had this game by now it would have been you know done I mean? yes yeah we would we'd, be, we'd have played it by now they're, they're <laughs> paying for the price of two games or three games at this point yeah. to get this thing together and all because they're fucking idiots right <laughs> then like i think a few episodes ago i talked about when they i think was it at the game awards where they showed a little bit of dragon age 4 and I was like, oh, it's definitely pre-alpha. They didn't fucking show anything. Yeah. This is why. Yep. Like, this is why they don't have anything to show. Because EA is just fucking incompetent. Uh, Justin, what do you got? Uh, wow. You just went on a tangent there. I'm sorry. <laughs> right? <laughs> I fucking hate EA, dude. Oh, my God. I hate him. Uh, yeah, I don't know that there's much more to say on, on the EA piece now. I think you got it. Yeah. Also, Dragon Age has almost zero like excitement or brings yeah. zero excitement to my day. Well, even as somebody who would be excited, it's hard to be when you haven't seen anything like we haven't really seen anything. So we yeah. don't know anything about it. 
I just can't believe they keep like switching up. Like, how do you switch what the plan is for a game that's been in development for six years? Right. It's like going to college for six years and changing your major. Like, what? Are you <laughs> yeah, this is now the second time you're going to be changing your major. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the first major you chose, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, stupid. Oh God, uh, Adam, you got any thoughts on this? No, zero. Dragon Age, okay. terrible. EA, terrible. terrible. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys hit the nail on the head for sure. <laughs> Um, so I do want to say in a little bit of related news, uh, Justin sent me a link today. Henry Cavill is apparently going to be in some sort of Mass Effect role somehow, right? Uh, he's going to play Dr. Shepard. He's going to play Commander Shepard? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like he that. He is? I like that. I, I'd heard a tweet maybe like a week or so ago. He was in makeup for uh, The Witcher. And yeah. there was like a script in front of him, and someone like managed to like unfuzzify the text, yep. and it had some like words pointing towards Mass Effect. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, wonder they who, found like play Joker. They, yeah, right. <laughs> Seth Green. They, uh, that yeah uh, pictures in the article I shared with everyone. So yeah, I saw that they like uh, Tally Zora, who's one of the main characters. Uh, and reapers there was those words they were able to unfuzz so it's definitely mass effect but do you think it's going to be a movie or is he going to be in the next max effect game um i thought it was a movie i, think so? I hope show i mean they yeah, we've proved yeah, that they can do game shows finally yeah with this stuff maybe we'll see Hmm. Yeah, we'll definitely see. I kind of, I don't know. I, I, I gotta be. I would kind of prefer a female shepherd, to be honest. But I mean, Henry Cavill's a dope ass actor, so I'm not gonna complain about that. But we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. So obviously, there's no really announcement there. That's why I didn't put in the news. It's just kind of rumor and speculation right now. It's okay. We're getting Firefly soon, right? So that's all that matters. Yeah. Are we? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> really, we'll see. What? for like ten years or yeah, more? What? No way. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Good luck. <laughs> uh, all right. So number five. Here's another one that makes me a little angry. I'm trying not to be negative. We wrap up with a good one, I promise. But number five, due to a recent string of carjackings in Illinois, a state lawmaker has cracked the case and found what is really causing rampant crime in his state. The culprit could obviously only be. Grand Theft Auto 5. Representative Marcus Evans Jr. has introduced legislation to ban the sale of video games that portray, quote, psychological harm, end quote, to everyone in the state. What Evans may or may not realize, because it's not like it's his job or anything, is that video games are protected under the U.S. Constitution as free speech. Even if the bill were to somehow pass, it would be meaningless. So did anybody else think, am I back in 2005? That's the first thing I thought when I read this article. Yeah, like the, Mortal Kombat shit. Go ahead, Justin. <laughs> I was just going to say the stupid part is this dude probably fucking plays the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've sold 130 million <laughs> copies, so. <laughs> He's in an online RP server. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It just, like, didn't, we've had, like, this has to stop. Like, why do lawmakers keep doing this? Like, I think it was, uh, 
Chicago had like 113 carjackings last year or last month. And it's like, oh yeah, Grand Theft Auto Five. That's clearly, that's clearly. <laughs> yeah, what's how doing old it. is Grand Theft Auto Five? Came out in 2013. Right, eight like years eight ago. Old and all of a sudden, folks. yeah, you're right. gonna blame it on an eight-year-old oh, game. Some, Summit One G is playing it on Twitch. All right, people, it's got to yeah. be an issue. Like, <laughs> uh, XQC yeah. Shroud. People are playing it. Like people, right? it's the big thing. I mean, it, actually, it is kind of a big thing. Like I'm joking. All jokes aside, people are playing a lot in the No Pixels server, and it's become huge on twitch again yeah but no no there's no correlation between those people like yeah. get real how many studies and things have they done yeah. over the last 20 years showing that it has no correlation at all but if anything people are getting the catalytic converters because that has gone up all the real right <laughs> yeah. like that's more probable than well, and- gta Let's be real, Marcus. It's probably because no one or a lot of people were out of work and times are tough with COVID. And so you do what you have to do. (laughs) Right. You do what you have to do. So, uh, okay, let's say, let's say they arrest a guy for these carjackings and he says, yeah, I did it because of Grand Theft Auto V, right? That's one out of 130 million. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they've sold 130 million copies. Even if one guy was like, yeah, Grand Theft Auto is the reason why you're going to fuck it. I just, it blows my mind. Can I say that the only reason that somebody would steal a car because of Grand Theft Auto five is to pay for some of the cash that you use on Grand Theft Auto five to buy a yeah. new car or some shit on there. Uh, is it shark bucks? Is that what they the, call it? Yeah. The shark. Yeah, the shark card. yeah. Shark cards. Yeah. yeah shark, shark cards. Like that would be the only reason that some kid would go out and steal a car for Grand Theft Auto five, just to pay for some shit on Grand Theft Auto five. It wouldn't be the gameplay the psychological harm on Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> Plus, if that were the case, it wouldn't be carjackings. It would be straight-up murder. Yeah, or yeah. like killing hookers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, in case anybody was wondering, I did do the math. Uh, if one out of 30 million people plays Grand Theft Auto, that is point zero 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 seven percent So... Yep, clearly. This is it. This is the answer. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. All right, let's move on. Let's do some happy news. How's that sound? Yay. Uh, the, the the upcoming Mortal Kombat trailer. Oh, what? Leif, what? You're fucking with it. Leif, you're fucking with it. You're ruining my, you're ruining my vibe. <laughs> the upcoming Mortal Kombat movie has released its first trailer, which has broken the record for most views in a four-day period at 116 million, breaking the previous record set by Deadpool 2. Uh, this trailer looks dope as fuck, and yeah, I does. cannot wait for this movie. Agreed. Uh, yeah, so, Justin, first off, how badass is Sub-Zero? I mean, they showed a little Scorpion, but Sub-Zero was definitely like the king of this trailer, but what'd you think? Yeah, I thought the trailer looked awesome. Like, all the characters look really good. And I'm a sucker for the Mortal Kombat movies, like, even the other ones I loved. Yeah. Even though the second one was pretty awful. <laughs> Objectively <good>. terrible. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I thought it looked really good. And I like that they're the main character isn't one of the main characters. Yeah, he's just kind of an unknown. Yeah. So that's kind of cool to I saw some speculation online and I don't want to say it. Okay, but... then good. Yeah. Potential spoilers avoid. Yeah. Them. <laughs> um, Leif, did you see this trailer? I did. And, and... Sub Zero looked amazing. Right? You're right. Fucking, fucking freezes his sword thing, you know, his daggers yeah. or whatever. Oh my god. He freezes Jax's arms and just shatters them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking dude. wild. Fucking nutted. <laughs> I wish we would have seen a little more Scorpion. We didn't see a whole lot of them, but uh, 116 million, million views in three days. That's crazy, dude. So obviously, a lot of people are going to be excited for this movie. Um, and the Adam, 1995 one was good. The one uh, from 1995. It was. Is that the first one or Annihilation? I think that's the very first one. Okay, okay, that, that was movie good. was awesome. Yeah, I liked that movie. Annihilation. That was, was not. Good. That was that was miserable. Yeah, was that the one that with rep, the CGI reptile? Yes. Yep. <laughs> that yeah. still holds a place in my heart though, because I love reptile. But same. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam, do you watch this trailer? Oh fuck yeah! Justin showed this to me uh, the other day, like during work. He's like, "You need to watch this," and I was like, "Oh my god, this looks so good!" Yeah, and we and like we all went on this tangent of talking about it and stuff. Fuck yeah, super excited about this. Uh, but yeah, I my like I do like that there's gonna be a new person, but like in the back of my head, I was like, oh, this is how there's going to be a new game and they're going to somehow incorporate him into the game. And it's like a new character because like, right. how do you bring new characters anymore into mortal Kombat? But right. <laughs> without doing like weird twists and like bringing in like, what was it? Did they do Freddy and Jason? Was that in mortal Kombat? And like, oh, the yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja so Turtles many. and like they did a uh, predator and alien and Terminator like, all, all Rambo. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. That's, <laughs> it's yeah. like how are we gonna bring in a new character oh we'll just pick a movie and bring in a new character is like right. what's in the back of my head <laughs> yeah the, the only new, I, well, go ahead i was gonna say the only thing that i didn't like about the trailer and i couldn't tell is is that uh reptile that kano rips the heart out of oh i couldn't tell uh, i didn't notice either because yeah, no i i paused that thing and it kind of looks like uh, reptile, but uh, I don't know. So they're going to kill him right away? Is that what you're worried about? Well, I don't want to show that they're going to kill him on the trailer. Oh, right, right, right. So I'm it hoping that wasn't be... actually reptile. Maybe it's just a weird A random. Creature. It's an NPC, basically. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just comes out and says, Toasty! Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be nice if you're in the background or something. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see what it's like. I mean, the the unknown, I mean, the main character, quote unquote, just seems a little generic. So I don't know how that's going to play out yet, but we haven't seen much. But, dude, I'm going to just watch Sub-Zero. I'm going to just for that. That'll be fun. Are you a Sub-Zero over Scorpion guy? Who, oh, who's yeah, everyone's I've favorite always, here between the two of them? Yeah, it's going to be between Sub-Zero and Scorpion. I'm going Scorpion. I'm Scorpion all the way. Yeah. Justin Leif? Yeah. I think Scorpion was cooler as well. I'm always torn, but after watching this, uh, until I watched the actual movie, I think Sub Zero. Yeah, yeah. I've well, you guys are wrong, so that's fine. But you know, it's whatever. <laughs> I usually am. I usually am. 
gonna the, do like a go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say the guy that is playing the new main character or whatever, Louis Tan. He was in Woo Assassins. If you guys ever watched that show on Netflix, that was pretty Uh-oh. badass. I have not watched it. That was a fun show. Yeah, we'll check it out. And who else is it's Sonia Jax, Liu Kang, Kano. And they showed Raiden a little bit, didn't they? I think they, I think they did, they didn't showed, they? Yeah. Raiden or Raiden? I what I Raiden. always said Raiden. Yeah, I always called it Raiden. I always called it Raiden. Uh Goro was in it too, right? Uh, forearm bit I'd have to rewatch it. Yeah. I couldn't tell if it was um fuck what's her name? Or Melina Katana. Oh yeah. I couldn't tell she if was, it was Melina or Katana. I think it was Melina. She was in it. Yeah, I don't know. This movie's gonna be really good. No At least Cage. I hope it is. Yeah, which is fine. I'm okay. No with punching that. in the balls. That's fine. Yeah, no 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 punches. <laughs> yeah we'll see we'll see i think this movie's gonna be really good at least i really hope i'm not disappointed but it looks damn good it looks so good yes it does uh okay so that wraps up the news let's jump into some listener questions first off we have corn on the cob hi corn corn what up corn what up corn corn says you all become ridiculously famous and hollywood decided to do a movie about an identity crisis who was cast to play all of you? Who? This is a good one. I was uh, I was happy about this question too from Corn. Well done, well, sir. This let's go one to Adam made first. me laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's go to Adam first. Adam, what do you got? Okay, Ryan is Seth Rogen. Okay, Justin <laughs> is James Franco because they already kind of have that brotherly love right. sort of clash and funness to them. And Leif was a little tricky. I was stuck between two different people. It's either DJ Quells, Quals, I can't remember oh, how yeah. to pronounce his last name, or Martin Starr. Mar- who's Martin Starr? I don't Star? know who that is. Uh, he's in Knocked Up. He's like the roommate that doesn't cut his hair or beard oh, for like the year. that guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I never knew his oh, name. Oh, yeah. From uh, Silicon Valley, too. <laughs> He's in tons of stuff, but yeah, one of those two for you. Yep, dude, you went like straight up Judd Apatow. Yeah, on this straight one. Judd Apatow. <laughs> for this whole thing is a Judd Apatow movie, by the way. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome, <laughs> dude. I will take Seth Rogen. That is a fucking compliment. Yeah, I, you actually nailed the ones that I had for some of mine too. <laughs> Uh, did you pick for yourself, Adam? I missed it. Oh, I I did not. You didn't. Okay. I didn't think about that, I guess. That's fine. I know someone uh, from Jet Apto, maybe like, I, I got nothing actually. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> uh, Leif, what's yours? Yeah, I picked Seth Rogen for you as well, Ryan. Nice. <laughs> and for nice. Justin, I had James Franco, but I also had possibly Robert Downey Jr. as well. Really? I don't know. Ow. Just that kind of that. Nice, that fun, fun kind of well snarky, kind of good-looking guy, you know. So, um, cocky, then, yeah. <laughs> for Adam, <laughs> Adam, I had Jack Black. Just I don't know, funny, but still seems pretty smart. I don't know. <laughs> you know? You know? Fair. Uh, okay. And then I'll take I, that as a compliment, <laughs> right? And I picked uh, Michael Sarah. I think is how you say his last name for me. Oh yeah. For oh, you? Oh, that's a good yeah, one for you. Yeah, kind of huh? a little darky, nerdy kind of guy. 
you know what's hilarious? I picked Michael Sarah for you too. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh, good choices. Uh Justin, what do you got? Well, this is funny because most of who I picked for everyone is in uh Super Bad as well. And most of who you guys all said are in Super Bad. I think we picked the same person for me then, but go for it. Yeah, I picked uh Jonah Hill for you. Yeah, so I picked for me and too. I I picked uh Christopher Mintz whatever the guy that plays fogel oh mclovin <laughs> yeah mclovin for leaf <laughs> nice. that, that was gonna be my or but i just stuck with michael Sarah. <laughs> um and then adam uh i just did this one because it would be your happiest day in your entire life but i picked mark hamill for you oh nice <laughs> and then uh when i was younger I used to always get told I look like Tom Cruise, so I picked him for me. I Even mean, you got the heights nutty. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, so, yeah, I chose Jonah Hill for myself. Uh, I chose Michael Sarah for Leif. Um, for Justin, actually, I'm going to go to Justin last because I love Justin's. Uh, Adam, I went a little. Uh, do you watch Silicon Valley, Adam? I've seen like a couple episodes, not many. Okay, I picked TJ Miller for you. <laughs> Who was he was in Deadpool as well. Uh he's been in a bunch of shit. He's a stand-up comedian. But I almost like, went to see him live and then I told Huff about it and asked if he wanted to go because he's gonna be at Penguins and he's like, No dude, Google that guy. So I looked it up and he's just a complete douchebag asshole. Is he really? Yeah. Aww. So I was like, Well I'm gonna change my answer for Adam then. <laughs> <laughs> uh i can't think of anything off the top of my head well you're stuck with tj miller sorry i mean he is funny but he's just a douche i didn't know Adam. is that, is that the didn't. guy that played on uh she's out of your league yes yep. okay yep yeah he's funny in the movies but funny. yeah he was in Deadpool i could see as him well. being kind of an asshole yeah huh yeah uh i didn't know that adam i'm sorry that's all right i don't take offense <laughs> uh justin i did one for you just to make your life uh, just make you super happy. Justin is going to be played by Gal Gadot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best pick of the night. Oh, man. <laughs> You're welcome, Justin. <laughs> oh, shit. Hopefully yeah. I get to spend a lot of time with her. Yeah, you'd have a character study. No, we're good. You'd have to teach her, so. Yeah, you're welcome, Justin. <laughs> yeah, the... God, that'd be weird to watch. <laughs> <laughs> First off, under dead any crisis movie, like what the fuck would that even be? Oh, right? nothing. People sitting at computers recording their own voices. <laughs> a lot of montages of us playing video games and then yeah, us right? like recording and then montages of us playing <laughs> games. <laughs> well, that hopefully, uh, my character gets the most screen time because well obviously <laughs> i would agree because <laughs> yeah i want to be looking at we're the, gal way more than you guys we're the nerdy neighbors that keep coming over and like oh keep playing games gal you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit uh yeah i think it would be if there was an identity crisis movie it would be an unfunny episode of seinfeld is probably what it would be like just about <laughs> nothing really mostly about nothing but not as funny so <laughs> uh corn you're back in my good graces man thank you for that question that was a good one yeah thanks corn <laughs> that was definitely funny 
Uh, up next, Adam, probably not our Adam, writes in. Hi, Adam. What up, Adam? Hey, what Adam. up? Uh, Adam wants to know, what is the best boss battle in all of video games? I'm going to kind of go first because I don't like boss battles in video games. Like, I feel like they're rarely ever good and you don't necessarily need a boss battle. And uh, I know that answer is lame. That's not what you're looking for, Adam. But I don't know if I have an answer. That's so. the lamest answer ever. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Like, I cannot, I, I was racking my brain. Like, every boss battle I've ever had, I'm like, why is this even in here? Why does there have to be a boss battle? Like, a final boss battle? I don't know. I guess if I had to pick one, it's the fucking Guardian Ape from Sekiro. Because that was, I mean, it wasn't like an ending boss. Like, it was just like a mid-boss. But I died 3,500 times and finally beat him. But, I mean, that was fun. But, <laughs> um. <laughs> Adam, what's your answer? Uh, Gygus from Earthbound. Oh, okay. Just like when I was in elementary school, like beating that game and like what was going on, it was just like, what the fuck is this? Like for a final boss, it was amazing. Probably followed up a little bit by like Sephiroth for Final Fantasy VII. There you go. But Gygus is one will always stick with me because it's just so weird. You had to like pray with paula and like see all these cut scenes from people that you saw throughout the game and it was very trippy and very weird for like an elementary school kid trying to like comprehend what is going on but it was <laughs> just has stuck with me forever there you go um life what about you i'm actually a little bit in your boat ryan where i'm not usually 100 percent happy with a boss battle so I actually had two different answers. One is a way out. I like the final boss oh, battle. That one. Yeah. The one that you and I played? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. We can't say what it is, I mean, but yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't really give it up. But uh, the other one, I actually really like the Katana Zero final boss battle. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I, I mean, that was another one where it was like the whole going through the bunker was more fun than that boss battle. Like, I wish it would have just... I don't know. Yeah, the yeah, bunker was... I, I enjoyed the scenes in the bunker better than the actual battle, I would say. But if I... I was kind of racking my brain. It was It's a really great question. I couldn't come up with like a specific one, but for some reason, Katana Zero popped into my head first. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I enjoyed kind of battling your own version of yourself. So Right, right. That one, which is similar go. to the other one that I chose as well, so... Dude, a whale was a really good choice. I like that one actually. <laughs> oh fuck, I love that game. Their next game comes out soon. Life, we're gonna co-op the shit out of that. Oh, is it? Is it oh. pl- same play style and everything? I guess uh, I don't it's remember. No, it's different. Okay. Um, fuck. What's the game called? Uh, a way in. <laughs> <laughs> you have to break into the prison. Oh, <laughs> uh, hang on. Fuck, we there we watched a trailer for it and I was really excited. I, I kinda Hayslide remember Studios. it, but I don't I remember us talking about them making another game. I don't remember the trailer or anything about it, so for some reason. Uh based in Stockholm. Hang on. It takes two. Oh, that's right. Yep. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that just brought it. Okay. All right. Yeah, that yeah, comes we'll out that. end of the month, March twenty sixth. Sounds so. good. Fuck yeah, we're going to play the hell out of that. Okay, uh, Justin, what's your answer? So I picked for like, I guess most memorable 
that I really had a good time with was Bowser on N64. Okay. Um, Where you got to grab him by the tail and spin him around. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's just fun. Um, And then I also picked Nemesis from Resident Evil 3 because that was like, I can't, I don't even think I could guess at how many times I died before I figured out that you pretty much just need to run. Yeah. But that was scary. And I don't know why, but Lich King and uh, WoW. Ooh, that's a good was, one. Uh, fun I boss didn't battle. think about that. Yeah, it's a really Forgot good about one. Wow, all together. Yeah, just because the Lich King was such a like a memorable character, and then you finally get to fight him. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's. Thank you very much for the question, Adam. Probably not our Adam. Appreciate it. There you go. Uh, up next, Christian writes in. Hi, Christian. What up, Christian? Hey, Christian. Still no glow sticks. <laughs> no. Uh, no glow sticks. <laughs> Christian says, Hey guys, what do you use to record your podcast? I've listened to quite a few podcasts that sound terrible and I'm immediately turned off by it, but you guys sound great. Well, thank you very much, Christian. Yeah, uh, this was nice. Brought us yeah, that was nice face. to hear. So yeah. the audio quality is one thing I've been like a freak about. Otherwise, I mean I hope I'm pretty laid back when it comes to the podcast, but like I don't know. I want really good audio quality, and that's why I take time to edit and that kind of stuff. Even though I don't edit as much as I used to, because I used to be obsessive about it, and it was ruining my life. But so, uh, to answer your question, Christian, we record in ZenCaster, which is really nice because after we're done recording, it records everybody's track separately. You can wrap it all into one. But as for the equipment, uh, Leif and I use. Audio Technica microphones. I mean, they were like, I forget exactly what I was trying to look exactly what kind it is, but uh, they, I bought those. They were like 80 bucks and you can just have a USB plug right into your computer, but it also has a port for an XLR cable. Like if we were ever together um, and recording off like a soundboard or whatever. So we use those. Uh, Justin and Adam both use just headsets, right? What are you guys rocking? I've got a Logitech G series something. I can't remember exactly what the thing is. But Justin, you have something special, don't you? Yeah, I have that same headset for that, but I have a Yeti mic. Oh, is that what you're using? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think everybody's audio sounds really good. Like, I think you can hear a little bit of difference between us all, Um, but none of it's bad. You know what I mean? So... The only thing I would say to whoever is listening to this is what to buy. I don't know that I would have bought the Yeti knowing what I know now about um, mic technology. Yeah. Because there isn't, uh, I don't remember what they're called, but there's a different type that has better noise canceling and whatnot. Right. And mine doesn't have that, but oh well. Yeah. Um. I was looking into like someday upgrading, even though I don't think I really need to, but just for fun, like I Googled what microphone does Joe Rogan use for his podcast? Uh, it's a $400 microphone. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. That's it. I honestly would have thought yeah. more. Yeah. I was going to assume more as well. enough. <laughs> right. Um, but I don't know. I think our audio is really good. Like I've, I'm really happy with the episodes other than we've had a few technical difficulty episodes, but otherwise 
everything comes out really well. Like that's more so. the uh, platform that we use yeah. sometimes. But uh, yeah. Zencaster yeah, problem. We're gonna say <laughs> we wolfy. do have issues from time to time with Zencaster, but <laughs> that is very true. Um, but yeah, to his point, like I try to listen to a variety of podcasts. Like Sacred Symbols is the only one I listen to religiously every week. It's the only one. But otherwise, I try and listen to a bunch of different podcasts just to like get ideas, see what other people are doing, that kind of thing. There are some that, I mean, I don't want to. Sh- <laughs> Nobody listens to this who probably podcast, but like, I'd be ashamed to put some of this shit out. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this is bad. Like the no editing whatsoever. You can tell they're just using like their laptop built-in microphone. Like I don't know, man. That's not something you want to listen to. So I totally get what you're saying there, Christian. I think audio is super important. So, but thank, I'm glad you're enjoying the show. I'm glad you like the audio. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Audio is everything. It's a podcast. Yeah. I was going right, to say exactly. everything. I didn't right. want to show up and make fun of you, but now I feel like I have to. <laughs> uh, fuck all of you. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, last up, we have Tim. Hi, Tim. Hey, Tim. What Hello, up, Tim? Tim? So Tim says, hey, gents, Ryan, I know you are a fan of sacred symbols as I am. I was wondering if you saw any of the craziness around Colin asking to interview Rami Ishmael uh, and the fallout since. Seems to me like Rami lost his mind and Colin gets a bad rep unnecessarily. Thanks and keep up the great work. So I'm not going to dive too deep into this, Tim. Uh, the main thing I wanted to say is social media is the devil, Tim. And that's what you need to realize. <laughs> like. So just a tiny little bit of backstory. We're not going to talk a whole lot about this because I don't want to get into the drama. But this guy, Rami Ishmael, basically posted about how he's upset about that game Six Days in Fallujah, which we've talked about, which is based on the Battle of Fallujah. Yeah, it Um, looks badass. Yes. So he was upset about it. Um, And Colin Rishon basically said, hey, I'd love to interview you on my podcast um, about this because I've been looking for somebody to talk to about this or whatever. And Rami shot him down in just this asshole-ish way, and Colin didn't deserve that. But here's mainly what I want to talk about was, so this guy lost his mind. And, like, the span of two hours, he tweeted, like, a hundred and some different times, and then he got suspended. Uh, This started off as a conversation about, uh, which I think is a real conversation that should be had about this game. Like, you're dealing with a real war with real consequences, and there were some questionable things that happened in this battle which i hope that the game addresses but it started off as that and by the time it was over it was this rami guy fighting with this african-american girl who's a reporter at kotaku and they were fighting about who has a right to be more offended about this game him or her and that's what it turned into and it's like this is why fucking social media is awful dude just fucking stay off of it i have one just for just for uh our podcast and that's it and but it's so toxic now and you're absolutely right colin gets shit on all the time for a reason he shouldn't be like i've i've been listening to colin back since he was on podcast beyond which was like what 13 years ago probably longer than that 14 years ago so i followed him forever but he gets called a nazi all the time and because he's kind of an outspoken conservative, but I don't know. So, yeah, I don't want to touch on that a whole lot, but social media is terrible, Tim. That's that's your takeaway from this. That's your takeaway. Do you guys have any comments on that? Probably not. 
I was just going to say that it's, it is unfortunate that you, uh, I don't know, you can't say like anything without everyone jumping on. Yeah. Like you can't even right. have a civil conversation anymore. No. And that's kind of what's devolved to. So yeah, that's all I'm going to say on that. But yeah, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Collins. If anybody's looking for a really good PlayStation podcast to listen to, I cannot recommend Sacred Symbols enough. Colin's been covering PlayStation for over a decade and he's super knowledgeable. They're really funny. So strongly recommend. Um, all right. So at the hour and 25 minute mark, let's do a quick pick of the week. Shall we? Um, Justin, why don't you kick us off? What is your pick of the week? Um, well, I finally finished the strain and I enjoyed the ending. It was a pretty crazy show. I highly recommend that, but I think I already did that. So um, after that ended, I was laying in bed and too lazy to move to switch it. And it started playing the last ship. And now I'm on episode like nine and that's all I've done all day today. I like that. Really? I like that show. Yeah. I'm really liking it so far. Uh, Yeah. My wife started watching and I have not yet. Um. What's what just kind of give a quick synopsis? What's it about? Um, so it's kind of fitting for the time as well, but basically, these um sailors in the U.S. Navy on one of their ships go out to do a job in the Arctic, and basically, when they come out of it and come out of radio silence, there's a really bad uh pandemic, okay. and like most of the world is dead. Oh, and so it's them trying to. I'm only on those first season, but uh, they're trying to get a cure, and it has Rona Mitra in it, and I've always had a big crush on her, so that's a big plus for me. Huh, interesting. Um, yeah, like I said, my wife's watched it. Leif, you've watched a little bit, haven't you? Yeah, I don't know how many seasons there are now, but I think I watched the first two. And it's been a while oh, okay. since I watched it, but uh, I enjoyed the story to it. And I don't know, you know, it's kind of neat watching like that. I don't know. There's some, definitely some stretches on like, really, I don't think they would do that, you know, in that scenario, like risking the captain to do this. Like, come on. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, your, your actual leader, which is basically your, your president on this ship, you know, after everybody's dead, <laughs> you know, you're having them do this. Okay. But. Definitely a fun action packed show. So Yeah, I like that there's always stuff going on. I like the cast and I'm before I got into it, I uh just looked up one review and one of them just basically said, like, if you're wanting to get entertained, this show will do it as long as you are willing to obviously ignore a few of those liberties. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good pick. Uh, Adam, let's go to you. So my pick of the week is The Professional Scav. It You can find him either on Twitch or YouTube. He's okay. this British guy that's been playing Tarkov. He's just started up on YouTube and Twitch probably like a month ago or less. Like he's super new, but he is so fucking funny and super entertaining. Yeah. Like, okay. It, and it just reminds me of like a snatch movie or something like he's this British dude from 
like clearly kind of cockney and like I don't know. He's hilarious, and I've been watching him for the past week or so. And really funny guy. He did like a twenty four hour stream on Twitch, and just he's a funny fucking guy. <laughs> we were having All a lot right. of good times, but he was Very doing like cool. a bunch of stuff with his chat, like going and doing scav armies with like a bunch of random people and having chat like bring him in like just horrible loadout guns and stuff and he just go in and try and see what he could do with it and he was really good time really entertaining he has a video on here how to play tarkov on valentine's day without being put in the doghouse (laughs) (laughs) yeah his his like girlfriend or mrs scav as he calls her like she's done stuff on it and like i don't know the two of them are really funny very entertaining nice all right that's cool uh life go to you what do you got i actually didn't think we'd have a pick of the week this week so i didn't have one but i have been listening to brandon sanderson's word uh, words of radiance the second book in the stormlight <laughs> archive i am 15 hours into it so okay and i'm uh, gonna be in the doghouse <laughs> yeah ryan's gonna send me over there <laughs> yep I still have 33 hours left of the book, but uh, yeah, I'm 15 hours into it. I'm enjoying it a lot so far. I can you that death of uh, Yaz. Well, I don't. I can't really say that. Yeah, um, (laughs) that was a surprise. I didn't. I thought that would be a dream or something. That surprised the shit out of me at that point. But I'm definitely enjoying it. I like the route that you know. I'm a little bit bored with Kaladin's storyline at the moment. They're still okay. just kind of playing guards at the moment. I know there's yep. something big around the corner shortly, but um, his storyline right at the moment is kind of like, well, they're preparing for stuff, you know? So, and uh, yeah, so there's not a whole lot going on in his storyline, but, uh, and same with Dalinar, but yeah, I've, uh, Shallon, Shallan, sorry. Shallan, yep. uh is I there's a lot going on with her and it's she's almost meeting up and you can kind of see this all forming into like a main like a big thing happening here shortly. Fucking so craziness. At yeah, the end. I'm well. How many books are there? I'm surprised. <laughs> there's there's what seven, eight books, nine books. Uh, there's going to be ten. Okay, so far there is four. Okay, okay, yeah. So yes. I'm. I, I'm gonna be surprised. I'm surprised that there's gonna be that many books because it already feels like there's something so huge around the corner that they can't yep. really go past it. But maybe it's so big that it takes up three or four more books, you know? So oh, for sure. Dude, but yeah, he's definitely such a liking good author. it. Oh such yeah, a good author. Yeah, now, I haven't noticed anything. There's sometimes things in books that I don't know. They repeat certain words that are really just odd words that just throw you off and stuff like that. That I just kind of throws me out of the the universe that they've set, you know, a little bit, or I yeah. stop like paying attention or loses my attention in general. But no, he's definitely the way he writes and stuff. It's definitely kept me into the thoughts and minds of the people that you're you're he's portraying, you know, at that moment. So right, definitely enjoying it. So you're probably not there yet, but in one of the interludes in that book, you meet my favorite character. Have you met a character named Lift yet? No, not yet. Okay, you're getting close, I bet, though. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say anything else, but she's my favorite character in the whole series. Um, 
Okay, so yeah, I, I could talk about this all day, but we'll move on. Um, Justin, how are you liking uh, Way of Kings? Pretty good. Is that your pick of the week? Yeah, it's an uh, amazing book. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, everyone should definitely watch it. Fuck you. you watch it? It's a book. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen to it and watch it. Yeah, whatever. Smell it. Not a, what? What? <laughs> Whatever gets Ryan off my D. <laughs> <laughs> What's your actual pick of the week, fuckface? I did one, The Last Ship. Yeah, oh, here he oh, went. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Fuck, sorry. I just was really hoping it'd be that book. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you didn't, did you? You didn't. All right. I forgot to ask, by the way, when Huffman was on, I forgot to ask him what he thought. I should have done that. Huffman, write in. Tell us what you think, please. Um... Okay, so my pick of the week is a movie we just watched uh, called The Little Things. It's on HBO. It's like a crime mystery thriller. Denzel Washington, yeah, Rami meh. Malek, and what's that? It was meh. And Jared Leto. So <laughs> I enjoyed down the his shit. Pick. I enjoyed the shit out of this movie until the end. I did not enjoy it. The ending of the movie kind of sucked. I'm not going to lie. Exact same spot. That's why it was meh for me. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, they were building up, building up, building up. And then just kind of was like, oh, all right, that's it then. Um, but I, I was still an enjoyable movie. Like, I'd give it like a 7 out of 10, probably. Justin, are you a little lower than that? Um, I mean, I liked the acting in it. It was a little slow throughout, but I kind of expected that with the idea. But then, yeah, the ending just, I don't know. Yeah, very meh. Um, but the big thing, saving grace in this movie was, dude, how fucking good was Jared Leto in this movie? Yeah, I mean, I thought he and Denzel did great. Yeah. Is it Rami? Even, Rami? Rami, yeah. Yeah, but he's such a weird fucking dude. It's hard to, I can't see him and not see Freddie Mercury anymore. <laughs> like, he will forever, he, he was in Bohemian Rhapsody as Freddie Mercury, and he will ever, forever be Freddie Mercury to me yeah, now. Yeah, he did great so, as that. Oh, he was incredible. But yeah, dude, Jared Leto in this movie was fucking insane. Like, such a creeper. And like, I don't know, he was really good. Uh, I think he's up for like a bunch of awards too for it. So, um, but yeah, it's, I still think it was. it's worth watching. If the ending was better, it would be a phenomenal movie. Because up until the ending, it was really good. Like kind of an edgier seat kind of thing. So wondering what's going to happen. And I don't want to say too much without spoiling it. But uh, I'd recommend giving it a watch. So, uh, okay. Well, that wraps up episode 41. Unless you guys got anything else to add. Nope. Not a talk. All right. You. Uh, please make sure to follow us on Twitter at NerdinityPod. Even though I have not posted on Twitter in a while, I need to do that. I need to get back into that. I just hate social media. Anyways, uh, make sure to email us in your questions, nerdinitycrisis at gmail.com. Only one thing left to do. Leif, send us home. Everybody's dick look big on a 60-inch TV. My sister's dick look big on a TV.